Just holding the microphone. Yeah. Hello. Hi. So, yeah. Before we even start, I, I need to tell you this story straight. Oh. It's, it's just happened to me before I picked you up. Yeah. And I was, I wanted to tell you straight away, but I thought I'm not out of way. Oh yeah. So I've just been and filled my car up for the first time. Yes. Right. Because I got a new car. For yeah. people who don't know, I was Woo. in an accident and my car got wrote off, and I had to get a new one. But it's a new old car. I don't like saying it's a new car because it's not a yeah. new car. It's a new old car. Uh, I don't have the money to be buying brand new. Fucking assholes! What's this dickhead here? Uh, so, oh yeah, and first I should say like we'll, they'll have had two weeks of like home shows. Oh yeah. So we're back in the we're car. We're back in the car. For anybody who really hates listening to all the I background know. noise, sorry. I'm sorry. We do try. We are purposefully trying to do them in the house because you said the quality so much better um i don't however listen to our podcast so i wouldn't know <laughs> i obviously wouldn't choose to listen to it but i just do because i have to edit and great advertisements uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I doubt many people listen to their own like how yeah. self-involved would you have to be well it used to be the self-indulgent podcast so yeah i've just been in fill my car up for the first time yeah right and I, I really did fill it all the way up, right? Oh, yeah, and this is yeah. so embarrassing. Yeah. I've never done anything like this before. Yeah. You know when you do the thing where you just keep like, when you get to oh, start stopping, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, I'll tease it, get a bit more, get a bit more, get a bit more, get a bit more. And then it was just gone. I was like, well, you find the sweet spot, you know, where it's not clicking yeah. anymore. So I was like, I'll just hold it there. Oh my God. I'm not paying attention. And I hear a noise, I turn around, it's just pissing out <gasps> all over the floor. How much peril did you waste? Well, you don't have money to be wasting on you from peril away. It must have been like a quid, <gasps> two quid. When you're complaining at the end of the month, you've got no money for peril. Maybe not. You should have had and that it was fucking just, two it, pounds. The floor was soaking and I was <gasps> like, oh my God. Did you have to put the sawdust down? No, I just You're did. supposed to put the sawdust down? I didn't know where sawdust, I panicked. I just, Aww. I just put it, I think he went and paid and left before anyone noticed. <gasps> oh, did you see that car? Wow. It's a Tesla. Wow. Or at least it looks like That's one. real beautiful. So, yeah, I did that and it was real <gasps> Babe, embarrassing. Babe, did the lady... I'm surprised the lady didn't come over the channel and be like, excuse me, pump number five. It was pump number four and I don't think she could see, oh, thankfully, God. because oh, that would have been real bad. Oh. But, yeah, it really... I felt like, oh, my God, please don't let anyone see this. How much did it cost you to it Uh Well, there was still a bit in, so, but it was less than 50... It is a Tesla. Yeah, it's lovely, that, it's isn't it? It's the first one I've ever seen it's in real life. It's one of them life. giant cars. Normally, I don't like them giant cars. He hasn't even got bloody door handles on it. Whoa. Mind blown. Uh, My mind driving. is blown. And, uh, yeah, it was really embarrassing. I was hoping, I hope nobody sees, I hope nobody sees. And nobody saw, thankfully. Yeah. And then I had to try and set up my Ringo on my phone. It took fucking 20 minutes because of the new car and I'd forgot my password. And, oh, God. Oh god, blah 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 blah. So anyway, yeah, I know straight away that what we need to talk about this time, <gasps> the Elvis day. Oh, okay. Right, because it was a couple of weeks ago now. I thought we would be, we would do it the week after we saw it, yeah. but it was like maybe two. I weeks, feel like we maybe. should have probably did a podcast on the way home from that. That's true. I don't always carry the stuff with me. Though. Yeah. So 
it might be by the time this goes up it might be like three weeks yeah. since we saw it but we saw the Elvis dead oh my god hands down the best show I've been to see it was really? absolutely hilarious even better than like you've been to like no, real high class ballets yeah I don't mean like the high class ballets like, like the Phantom of the Opera, Phantom of the Opera at the West End and that but I mean like the best thing we could have seen in our hometown not better than that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's the best thing we could have seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was totally great. Uh, so, for those of you that don't know what the Elvis did is, it is a one-man show. It's a one-man show, and it is by a guy called Rob Kemp. Yeah. And he tell he acts out the story of Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn, through the songs of Elvis Presley. But he changes the words of the songs Elvis Presley because yeah. at first I thought oh god how is he going to do that I, I, you know what I thought exactly the same I was thinking how is he going to make those fit like, yeah so yeah I should say he reappropriates the word the songs and the, the lyrics, lyrics to yeah. fit the story and it was so good and I don't know if it's because oh, oh for fuck's sake you're so sorry. unprofessional I'm not a professional I bet it's my mum calling about my kids oh god well we don't need to hear this hi mum uh, I was just ringing to tell you that I'm not coming home. We're just going straight there because Jenny's picked me up from uni. Just because it was easier that way. Because he'd finished early, so. All right then, ma'am. Are the kids all right? All right. Okay. I can't believe she's done this. All right. I was going to ring so her. I was having me to it tell it her. It's so hard for me to edit everything out. Oh, I know. And to edit, put it. Oh, like a okay then, ma'am. Five all seconds right. Love you. Bye. Sorry. Sorry, parent duties called. Killed the whole floor. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right, okay. So we were right talking about how I thought the ambiance of the room made it. You didn't even say that. I we did. were still talking about what what it was. Yeah, I was. Well, I was gonna say that I think it made it that it was in such a small little room. How many people do you think were in there? Like 50, 50, 50 60. 60. Yeah, it's it was sold out. Yeah. It was like full Well house. deserved to be sold out. Totally. And it was, so yeah, it was weird. He, it, it was in, it, like, the he would sing songs and the lyrics would be changed to fit the, you know, how the story develops and, and goes So on. each scene, but, so the movie was playing in the, the background. Yeah, it would be interchecked, it would be in a slice with, they would show clips of the movie, not the whole movie, obviously, for copyright. Well, pretty much 90% it seemed like. Was, Don't you reckon? I wonder if there's a it's a legal thing where you, you can legally show certain. Yeah. Because at one point I was like, because so imagine this: it's a little room. There's a projection of the movie behind him. He's got a couple of props. He stood there dressed as Elvis Presley. Well, it was like a cross between Ash from Evil Dead yeah. and Elvis Presley because he just had like Ash's shirt on, but it would have like Elvis tassels. It was bejazzled. Yeah, and it, it? Would, and it would yeah, you'd have normal trousers on, but with like. Uh, fancy stripe down the side yeah so, so he had like an Elvis head yeah so he stood there doing that and then he's got a couple of props with him hasn't he and then the movie starts behind him and like every time the main guy what's he called that mate, the guy who he was playing Ash yeah so every time Ash would do something he would act out what he was doing while singing mm. the tune of an Elvis Presley song yeah and he hit the beats like on the, the some of the clips like there was bits where he, he kind of hit the same beat. Yeah, it was stuff. absolutely genius. Like, we, me and Jenny were talking about this. It was one of those things where you watch it and you think, oh, I wish I'd have thought about doing that. 
I know. I, but I, I had this conversation with you at the time. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, that's such a good idea. I really wish I'd thought of it. But then I also think there's no way I'd have done it as good as he did. Oh, and like, we would, he you would did never it have... so well. There's no way that you could like. No. The, I don't know. It was like it was meant to be his idea. Do you know what I mean? Which I feel Nobody like leads into a nice other topic of why some people follow their dreams mm. and other people just don't. So he obviously one day will have thought, "Oh my god, this I'm watching the Evil Dead here. I absolutely love it. I'm listening to a bit of Elvis. I'm gonna make this show." And then he, how did he get where he was like, right, I'll find an agent, I'll start playing it, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like, why do some people just go, I don't care how stupid this sounds, I'm just going to do it. And other people go, oh, no, I think it's a good idea, but I'll never make anything of it. That's true. I suppose it's knowing when you've got, like, an original idea. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um that's got to be the key because I think when I always think like oh I'd love to just like you know like you probably think the same like oh I'd rather I'd love to quit my job and just open a bakery or like a a coffee shop or whatever but you think well there's already an abundance of bakeries and coffee shops whereas that idea is really niche and no one's doing it yeah that's why you've got to think this is a really good idea and I suppose it's the type of thing where especially with what he's doing I suppose you can just do book shows it's almost like being in a band you can still work your normal job yeah. and just book these gigs and just see kind of what a reaction you've got and it, it must be getting like bigger and bigger the more oh, he's doing yeah, it because I'm he sure did it I'm sure he did it at like the Edinburgh Free yeah, yeah. and didn't he win like an award for it I think he might have yeah and there was a picture I saw on his Instagram there was a picture of him with Dara O'Brien yeah. or whatever and uh, yeah so it must just be gaining momentum but yeah, it's just testing the water. I yeah, suppose. but it's just so epic. I always think it's so inspirational when you, when I meet people that have just like followed their dreams. And and partly I talk about this with you all the time. I I think the thing I admire the most is that these people actually have a dream. Mm. Like I don't have a dream. Like I have stuff that I think oh I'd like to do like open a bakery or you know like a cafe or you know stuff like that, but. Yeah, but they're not small things. Maybe they are your dreams. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if they are or not. How do you know if a dream's a dream or if it's just, you know, a fantasy? Well, not because that's what a dream is. Is it? I don't know. I think there might be a difference. I think your dream is something where you think it's achievable. And a fantasy is just something where you daydream about it. Not at all. A dream is... Is is your pinnacle? Is like if I could be doing anything, it would be this. That's oh, your well, dream. I think if I could be doing anything, I would own like a artisan bakery slash coffee shop. How hip does that make me sound? And really, genuinely, don't think that. There's something that I've, I used to work on the donut van in the town. I think I've said that before. Making coffees and doing all this when I was like 14. So it's always been something that I've always wanted to do. But it's just never been something that I've done. I think I was always too much of the ethos of, I'll go to uni, I'll get a good job. And don't get me wrong, I love nursing, you know what I mean? But does it fill me with, like... I think the difference... I've got a serious job. Yeah. I think the... I don't know if you're different from me, but it's kind of like, when I was younger, I was obsessed with just having more money. Yeah. And I was always like... Oh, I'll do this because it'll earn me more money and I'll work these many hours because it'll get me more money. But the older I'm getting, the more focus I'm kind of putting on, I'd rather just do something I 
really enjoy yeah, totally. and get paid less. Yes. You know, I, I can totally really look forward you. to going to work yeah. every day and yeah, just not thinking of yeah. you know, like another day. So, Leading not on that, that I do think that I, I'm quite happy in the job that I'm yeah, in. Yeah, but I know what you mean though. I feel yeah. the same. Like I'm happy in my job. Could I be doing something that abs where I got up every morning with a spring in my step yeah, and was like, yeah. Well, that's it. There's a difference between kind of being happy in the job you're in and really, really enjoying it. Yeah, forward of to going to work. Of course, there is. Of course, there is. And I, when I was looking, for, like obviously I've been looking for stuff for the wedding. We get married in November, so everything that we're doing is on the cheap, and I'm looking for like ornate little people that might have cool stuff anyway me and my mum had gone to York and we come across this stall that had um, what are they called like them sheets that we're using for the tables like, it's like, like it, blankets or something I don't know because they're, they're kind of like ponchos yeah. but they're not ponchos they're no. tablecloths yes. but they're like a poncho like a throw like a throw yeah, yeah. so anyway I come across these two people and they were like total like bohemian you know like they, they look like the clothes that they had on was the clothes that they had and that was it and everything that was on that stall looked like that was all that they had and I got talking to them because they really intrigued me and they were like oh yeah we're, she was like I've lived in New York I've lived in LA I was like a, a model scouter and I've done this and I've lived here and I've, we travelled to India all the time and then she got onto the fact that she used to be married and it was you know she wasn't happy and now her and her husband I mean they were in the 50s she was so lovely you know like they were real like attractive looking people as well not that you have to be ugly to be a bohemian person but um, and they were just saying how like oh we won't be here now we're going to India for three months to do a bit of buying and then we're going to come back and we live in a caravan and we're nomads and I was just like and I had so many questions to ask them and and then I realised I think I said this to you when I come home I realised that all my questions were questions they weren't questions for them they were like I was like questioning myself about how I would do it so I, I put limitations on everything so I was like how do you get rid of your belongings you know like what do you do about your mortgage? What do you do about this? How would you just leave? How could you just do this? How could you leave your family? How could, you know, like, I wasn't asking them questions because I was interested in how they did it. I was asking them questions as if to be like, God, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And I, and I, was, I was almost looking for reasons as to why I couldn't live that life. Even though that their life sounded so phenomenal, but I was like, I was pigeonholing myself into the, you know, I've got two kids, I'm married, I go, I've got a steady, good job, I go to work and I come home. You know, like, I was pigeonholing myself in that life. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's where me and you differ, though, because I, and especially with stuff like this, I always just think, oh, I'd love to not have possessions. I'd love it. Like, don't get me wrong, I love, I love, I'm obvious, I, I consume a yeah. lot. So... I've got my Spotify and Netflix and all my DVDs and I'm just watching shit constantly and, you know, practising piano and I'm fucking... I'm a hoarder when it comes to shoes and stuff like that. But at the same time, I always think to myself, I'd have no problem just being like, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, I, I don't want this stuff anymore. I don't think I would have any problem with getting rid of all of my belongings. I right. just mean, like, the idea of giving your... your static life up. You know, like... So, like, you have a house that's your home, giving that up and just don't, don't even think that. being a person that... If anything, I'm the type of person where I just think I want less 
responsibilities and hassles. Like, so, for example, I wouldn't have a car if I didn't have to. If, yeah. I, didn't, if, if I didn't have to pick them kids up, you know, like, from your mum's or drop them here and do all that, I wouldn't even have a car. Yeah. Because I just think... So am I your limitation, then? No, I don't look at it like that. I just look at it as... It's, a, it's almost like at this point, at moment in my life it's a necessity but in the future it won't and then when it's not I won't bother anymore yeah because sometimes you know like when you're a partnership you worry don't you or you wonder if you hold the other person back now I know we have an absolutely gorgeous life and I'll, I absolutely love our life and as much as I'm saying oh, like I've got my job I only work two days a week and I do that so that I can have all the time with you and the girls. If I didn't have to go to work and you didn't have to go to work and I could spend 24 hours a day with you and the kids, I would hands down be like, sign me up for that life, please. I think it's just one of those things because I... Um, you want to be able to support... Now that we've got kids especially, you want them to be supported. Yeah. And and I don't necessarily think... I know Lainey like, loves getting all these little shit like £3 toys and whatever and we do get her more than we should but at the same time I don't feel as though we're bringing her up to be materialistic in terms of like clothes clothes and and shoes possessions yeah yeah totally if anything this is this can be a bad thing as well though is uh, she's a bit got a bit of a throwaway mentality oh she has you know like that she's just like oh well I think we have a throwaway mentality totally totally. so it wouldn't it doesn't surprise me that our kids look at the same thing you know like and, and I suppose it comes from the fact that you know you can walk into a supermarket if if I'm in the pound shop and the kids are like ma'am 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 I think oh it's only a pound yeah I'll get you that yeah and then if it goes in the bin it doesn't matter it's a pound you know like but yeah so going back to like I people who make the choice people have a real problem with that though yeah they know. do and I'm real sorry if you do because it is a really it is a really wasteful just, thing but it is wasteful but then I also think your life shouldn't revolve around money and yeah. like it, I, I do look at it as like well that's just a pound like you know what I mean like yeah. I don't know I, I, I like to think that we don't think money controls us yeah and like we don't part. we don't like I know that we both could be earning more money oh god I, but we're just kind I of both like double my wage yeah but we're both kind of just like well, I'm, I'm happy yeah just like because for I'm me not. I, I, obviously, I see people at the worst points of their life. So for me, I understand how your work doesn't... When you're dying, that's not what you look at. You don't look back and go, oh, fantastic, look at that great achievement I made in my work career. You know, when I got that spreadsheet in on time or, you know, like when I stayed at work till half six every night. That's, that's not what the positive... It's all about... Remember when we are, we went to the river and the kids got soaking wet? Or remember when we went ice skating and you fell over and we all... You know, like, those, well, that's, that's the importance of your life. And I think what maybe I need to take away from people that have that great life is just because we don't have adventures where we travel all over the world... It doesn't mean it doesn't we're not, mean we're not fulfilled... Yeah, and it doesn't mean that we're not making good memories. I think the one thing I've learned from, like, all... Like, you know, when there's the Steve Jobses and the... And the Bill... I know Bill Gates is still alive, but... You know what I mean? These big, high-power people who who created big empires and stuff and they loved all the money and that. I'm I'm sure I've heard at least one of them 
on their deathbeds to turn around and say it none of it mattered yeah. you know like I should have spent more time well, with my family and stuff last day was that I was watching I was and reading an article on Jason Manford so babes and he said I make a better ex-husband than I did a husband because I when I was at work all the time I thought I was doing it for my family but I wasn't because you, your kids miss out, your wife misses out, you're divorced, you've got no, like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean, and I think that's why... And I, it, it, some people could write it off as being like, well, you're just trying to justify the fact that you're not ambitious, and it's like, yeah, well, I'm not, not really. Not anymore, I used I just, to be. I don't know, like, I'm, in, my, in my life, there's not... I'm not... Other than shoes, like, I know that this is a really silly thing to say, but other than, like, buying shoes, I'm not a materialistic person yeah, at all. You're not. Like, you're not. I don't care about fucking having. Like, I, this, I was funny because I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about people who fucking get a new telly every year. Yeah. You know, like, every time a new thing comes out and they're like, it's like, oh, 4K, they'll be like, I have to have one of them. So they'll buy it and then in like six months or another year, it'll be like curved display and they're like, I have to have one of them. Yeah. And I was thinking, why? Like, the one you've got works perfectly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. And like, how much more enjoyable is it really made? Like, if you were being honest with yourself, how much more enjoyable is it making seeing this movie with a higher fucking... And I know, but then I wonder, you know, density or whatever it is. Just because we're the type of people that aren't like, you know, that don't put any importance on that, doesn't mean to say that we're right. No, I know I'm not saying that at all. Do you know what I mean? I'm I know you're not. For me, I'm I'm totally okay with yeah. what we are. Oh yeah, but I think those people that like have other enjoyments or other things, you know, like where they are like, I want my new telly. Maybe that's their sign of look how well I've done for myself. Like, look what I've oh, achieved. Yeah. That that I I'm proud that I can say, look at my telly. That like maybe when they were a kid, they never thought they would be able to get this stuff. I suppose it's always hard because you're looking from the outside in. Yeah. You know, like, so you never know what's going on in their families. Because the way I look at it is more money, more problems. Oh, you know, like, yeah. more money, more problems, right? Is It's just like, I don't know, I just feel like the more money you have, the more money you spend, and it's unnecessary spending a lot yeah. of the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, you get a fancier car yeah. or you get a bigger telly. And I suppose if like, you're putting it to something productive then it's all right, you know, like, you're, you're more money, like, you're saving to buy a business, or you're saving to, I don't know, buy a fucking 70-foot yeah, swimming pool in your back garden. But that's different, it's, that's what, I know that's the point you're making, but that's saving. Yeah. That's not, like, unnecessary purchases. Do you know what's funny as well? Because when I was younger, I earned, I used to earn a lot of money, only because I worked, I worked really hard, and I, me and Jenny always laugh because he calls me lazy. Not in a bad way, but you said, like, oh, baby, she lazy ass. And it's because when I was younger, I had, like, three jobs that oh, started at, like, half four in the morning. And then when I didn't I say, get home till like, 11 o'clock at night. You're lazy. I know you are lazy, but I know yeah. it's because you've I'm just burned, burned out. Yeah, you've I'm burned, burned yourself out. out so early in life that now it's just, like... Yeah, so I had a career from, literally, my mum handed me the newspaper at 13, said to me, right, you need to go get a job. It was only me and my mum in the house, um, you know... This is what you've got to do. So it's like, right, okay. And and I used to save my money because I didn't know spend it on really. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So save, 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 save. And then you hit that like age of your life where all of your money, you feel like you have to spend every single penny, don't you? Like all your wages 
has to go. I have to spend it all. I need this. I need that. I want. I've got a spare fifty quid. Right, I'll go and get an hour's tattoo. You know, like yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a reason for spending every bit of your money. And now, now that we're saving for the wedding and like whenever we do save for stuff, I love it. I, I fucking love looking in my bank and being like, oh yeah. That's how much money I've got saved up. And yeah. it's not a good... Don't get me wrong, people. I'm not saying I've got... I'm talking, like, a couple of hundred pounds. I'm not talking thousands. But I aim, eventually, to be able to look at my bank and go, well, fuck, thousands of pounds there. Yeah. And again, I know that... It's a, that thing of, why do you want thousands of pounds when you could just spend it and enjoy it? But I kind of think you can do a bit more when you've got that much more. You can do more extravagant things. Plus, I think with us living in now in a bit more of a throwaway culture and everything being cheaper and stuff like that, you don't have to spend a fortune to have nice things. No, you don't. Or to, to, to give the illusion of nice things, yeah. at least. Like, I don't know, I just think... I suppose the difference is, is we're always... We're always living... Not in the past, but I always oh, we laugh We do about, live in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always laugh about this when we... See, my voice... Yeah. Then. I always laugh about this because I always think all of my clothes are on sale. Oh, yeah. All of my shoes are either on sale or off eBay. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't ever buy anything extravagant because oh, I just think, no. what's the fucking point? I never like, purchase anything. I mean, I know that you always laugh and say about, like, if I go to Primark or whatever and I spend £30. The only thing I will say is, I don't know, now that I don't wear them anymore, I don't know how you get away with wearing Perry Mac jeans. Oh, because I'm a girl, They just babe. feel like fucking... Yeah, but now I wear... Leggings. But, this is funny, I have two pair of Levi's that I bought for £14 each from the Levi's shop. And I think that's, like, next level. I never, ever... Like, I couldn't... It's funny, I have no issue. I'll look at my bank statement, I have no issue in spending 20 quid even there. If someone said to me, oh, Joe, I need £60 off you for... Whatever. Whatever. I'd be like, <gasps> I, I can't give you that. But I'd have no issue go to the shop three times. I think quid. everyone's like that though, because there's that meme, isn't there, about where you put like sixty quid worth of stuff in your shopping basket on a website, and then it'd be like three pound postage. You're like, yeah, I don't think oh, so. I do and that all the time. Them all. How many times I message you and be like, babes, can we get a discount code for this? Yeah. I'm the discount code. Like my favourite program is Extreme Couponing because I love. I love getting as much stuff as you can. This wedding has been an absolute, the best thing ever. And when people, like my maids of honour and my bridesmaids say to me, can we help? And I'm like, no, because I love sitting for hours and searching for the best deal. I find something full price now. I'm like, right, now I am going to get you for up to 50% off. You know, I love... Uh, extreme couponing right but it's not because I. it's not for the same reason right, I don't okay. like the well it's not that I don't like it but the 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 saving money in that and seeing them get these deals just doesn't bother me at all my favourite thing is is it's that everyone will know it's that kind of level of cheesy American programming yeah. where it has that certain voiceover and I don't know it's, you fucking love that oh, shit though you love because it. Love it. considering right so, considering Jenny won't watch a lot of programmes that I like because he's like, oh, they're bullshit, them babes. If he watches a fucking Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmare... It has to be USA. Oh, USA. Undercover Boss USA. Oh, my God. Now, it's funny because you think I'd like that shit. I fucking hate... Like, if we watch a That's fail good. video, I can spot instantly if it's a setup. And, th- and then I just don't enjoy it. You love that shit. I love it. I love fucking faked... Love it. Well, this is the difference. I was going to say, 
scripted reality, right? But I don't. When it comes to like Made in Chelsea and <coughs> keeping up the Kardashians and shit like that, I literally cannot stand shit yeah. like that. And the Real Housewives, I feel like that's ruining like television. It's ruining culture. But like the real cheesy shit. I don't know what it is, but the real cheesy shit, like Kitchen Nightmares USA. Is this like next undercover. level? I think it's because they don't. They don't try and hide oh, it. Oh no! It's like keeping up with the Kardashians and Real Housewives and that. They're still trying to we pretend that it's real. We watched an undercover boss the other day, a clip of it, where it was like some fucking fifty-year-old surfer dude who worked in a hardware shop, yeah. whose undercover boss had the had a witch's wig from the pound <laughs> shop on, with a hat on, with some gloves on, uh, with some glasses on, and they put them together, and this guy was like. And Rizzo said, oh yeah, dude, I work here because I love to get the fucking pussy. And like, that may as well have been what he said. I know, and I fucking loved it. And the boss was stood going, eee, oh, I can't believe well, he's saying that. It's because, I don't know what it is. I know I keep saying I don't know what it is, and it was probably quite irritating, I'm sorry. But there's certain shows that have certain feels. Oh, yeah, And that's is. what I love about there them, is. like... Kitchen Nightmares, Undercover Boss, they're, they're two examples of, of, of uh, programmes that have yeah. a certain feel. Charmed. Oh, I love Charmed. I know you love Charmed, but for some reason, I enjoy Charmed, yeah. and it's because it has that weird, cheesy... It's like blurry. It's like blurry yeah. when you think of it. You think of watching it like blurry. I don't know, it's like... I know people are probably going to be like, oh, Buffy had that feeling, Angel had that... No, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. didn't. Charmed has this really weird feeling about it, and I love it. Yeah. It kind of... It, it, it's in the same vein, but not quite, because this is, like, next level. I'm sure everybody fucking loves this show. But one show that did that incredibly well, and I fucking love it, and I'll watch it until the day I die, Eerie Indiana. Oh, had that yeah. same feeling, yeah. that 90s, like... I don't know. And then... There's, there's others as well, but I can't remember them off the top of my yeah. head. But shit like that, it's my bread and butter. I absolutely. think it's like, you know, it's almost like, and you can't get that in UK shows because we're, the, the squalor is just squalor. Whereas in America, because you don't know what it would what be like in their area. You know, like Scruffy, we know what Scruffy is in the in England. Yeah, you don't know what Scruffy where, how are you related? is. Because when you, ta- when you watch Kitchen Nightmares and stuff like that, I always think. That the, where they are based is always dead scruffy, but you don't know it because you don't see it because you don't well, know I, the area. I don't necessarily think so. But the one thing about Kitchen Nightmares is I always want to eat in the places, oh, even regardless of how bad the look. I'm always do. like, I'd like to go there. When he's like, and Jose is in the vegan kitchen, is he selling the sandwiches by telling people they serve real chicken? And then there's the whole oh, yeah, thing behind the yeah, camera no, going. That's, that's oh. different. That's undercover. Yeah. What's it called? And that shit. That. What, what's it called? Undercover, undercover restaurant. Undercover. What is that one? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Und- it's basically about restaurant a guy. Restaurant Impossible or something. Restaurant Impossible. Huh. Uh, and that's that's a bit shit. That one. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think of other you know, other examples of ones that I just really love, and they they've all got certain feelings to them. But anyway. It must just be a thing. It's one you of the also reasons... love like '90s crime investigation shows, don't you? Like What's unsolved that? mysteries. Like unsolved oh mysteries. man, that's another one that's got a certain feel to it. Like, yeah. oh, you know what else? The masked magician. Masked magician's one. Fucking, it's it's been gone for a couple of years now, but it's this isn't as old as some of them. One thousand ways to die. Yeah, I love that. It's just it's just the cheesy shit with the yeah. narration and. Ah, oh, but not just them. Like I said, Charmed and yeah. Amy Indiana and yeah. all stuff like that. They're, I love them. They're my bread and butter. Yeah. So, 
I don't think I remember how we got onto that. Uh-huh. But I wanted to go back quickly to Elvis Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we didn't really explain the, the songs and the lyric thing. And I was thinking about it and I was going to give examples because the only two that I can really remember is he did Devil in Disguise. Yeah. But he obviously reappropriated it and it was like, obviously Ash's girlfriend in the movie is called Linda. And he was like, you look like my Linda. Linda. Talk like my Linda. There's something like my Linda, but you're not her. You're a dead eye in disguise. <laughs> and I honestly, when he sang that, so I creased over. And um, he did another one where, where, spoilers if you've never seen Evil Dead 2, this is your chance to kind of turn it off, but it's been around for a long time now. Uh, on Evil Dead 2, he chops off his hand with a chainsaw, doesn't he? Yeah. His hand gets possessed. And he sang, uh, You were always on my mind but it was you were always on my arm <laughs> you were always on my arm and that was a real funny it, one it was it was so and it was good. real clever it was really well thought out and clever and he he did he had just cans of like red liquid spray that he would just spray on his face for blood and he had a black one didn't he yeah and then, there was plates and smashed over his head well that's what I wanted to say as well we, we talked about it but I wanted to say if you ever get the chance, I think the tickets were like a tenner yeah. each, uh, which was like, I'd have paid easily oh, 30 oh, to yeah, see it. Oh, yeah, uh, Definitely, definitely check out the, the sorry, the elvisdead.com and all of his dates are on there. And I think there's like a trailer on there on YouTube and stuff. He's so but good. The one thing I would say is I would try not to watch YouTube clips of it because it won't do it any justice. Yeah. It's one of those things where you really need to be in the room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check out the website for, for, um, for, for tickets and stuff um, but it, it, what it did bring up as a thing I was going to say was on the theme of horror movies oh, yeah. I want to ask you what the scariest horror movie you've ever seen is and I know one off the top oh. of my head but I'm going to wait to see what you say you're going to say 1408 aren't I you I was yeah I was going to say 1408 fuck me man you know what right it's funny because vacancy oh, oh. It but, freaks me out. I love it. I actually enjoy watching it. But it's like, I like I love just a little bit of a backstory. I love people's backstories. So, you know, I love Hostel, right? And I love even more that the second one showed you how the bidders bought the dead, like the people. That was like man blood, love shit like that. But yeah, 1408, it fucking freaks me out. Why would you, freak would me you out? say so that's the that. scariest you've ever been watching a movie? Um, I think when I was a kid, Freddy Krueger was the scariest I've ever been in my entire life. But I think now it's more psychological stuff for me. Well, this is what I was going to ask you, right? Because this is, I wanted to get into this subject. Like That's why I asked you the scariest movie you've ever seen. Is With vacancy, I get it. Because that's almost like... A, what could happen? That's, I know that scares you shit like that. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a real life scenario. Yeah. I, obviously, it doesn't happen very much. Up. But... It's a lot more realistic than, say, Freddy Krueger, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody can kill you in your dreams. Yeah. Uh, so, that's why I wanted to ask you about it. But what do you think it is, for example, with 1408? Why does that scare you so much? I think it's just... Because that's the, you know, the possibility of that happening. It's like... I know. I think it's just because... I don't know. It just... It just really gets me, and I have no Is idea it it's why. because it's a tension thing and a build-up yeah, thing, do you think? probably. Because it builds this tension, and 
because it, it 1408 is very much one of those ones where it gradually do you want everything... to give a bit of a synopsis or plot for the people that might not have seen it oh well if anybody hasn't seen 1408 yeah I'll say John Cusack stars as a I think he's like he's not a horror writer oh. he's a well he Horse is a horror writer really? yeah but essentially all of his books are based on um, places he's visited that yeah. are supposed to be haunted and he's doing a book tour and someone's like have you ever done this place because he's kind of lost his mojo yeah lost his mojo a little bit because he, he, he kind of thinks that everything he's ever seen has been faked or he's just lost his his uh, belief in, in the paranormal and stuff so somebody suggests that he go there and they're very apprehensive I think it's been a long time since I've yeah. watched it but they're very apprehensive about him staying in the room because it's that bad and he's like I don't believe this shit like let me stay there and then everything obviously yeah. ha- like happens and he has all these paranormal experiences and, yeah. and stuff like that now like I said it gradually gets worse and worse and worse and it is a good build up but there's my problem with 1408 is there's some bits that are just fucking stupid yeah like when he opens the fridge I, I don't want to say spoilers again but it's not really that much of a spoiler but he opens the fridge and sees a miniature version of a character in there that has a com- I'm sure he has a conversation with him and it's just yeah. like that's stupid I know and, and like I said normally like that type of stuff isn't my isn't, isn't what I like yeah but I don't know where it is about that movie. It just really, really gets me. As soon as he goes in the room, I'm like, oh, fucking hell, this is horrible. Well, it's funny. I want to say, you know what, before we talk about it any further, I want to say that it was based on a Stephen King book or, like, short story. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Yeah, shall I have a look? I'll, yeah, you have a quick look. But I want to say that it is because, I don't know, I'm, yeah. I, I have some association. association. I mean, I don't, I don't even like the idea that I'm putting this in my phone. In case it gets me, um, do you know what I mean? But I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, and it was. It, it, it's funny because in recent years, there's only been like a handful of horror movies that I've enjoyed. I think horror movies, there's so much shit out there. It's hard yeah. to wade through it all and find the good stuff. And that was one that Stephen so, King. Yeah, you were right. All oh, right, I thought it was, and um, that was one of the good ones. I yeah. felt like there'd been a lot of shit. I, I don't know what year it came out, obviously, but. I feel like there was all the paranormal activities. Yeah. And, what was the one with Sean Bean? Where he's like the... He's the murderer on the highway. Oh, that was a, The Hitcher. Oh, I like that one as that well. That was a remake though, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, um, of the old one. I like that. But, you know what's, what movies scare me the most? What? Movies to do with aliens. Oh, see, I can't give a shit about aliens. Fucking aliens do my it really, I love Star Trek really... Star Wars though, but... Yeah. It really you scares really me. You really don't like aliens, no, do you? No. And, and I've had a fashion. You know what? Funny enough, right? I've had a fascination of aliens since being a kid. Yeah. I was the kid that used to buy fucking alien conspiracy tapes yeah. and stuff. Like, I remember um, I used to have a paper round for my local news agents, and they had this fucking. They used to sell everything, like oh, everything. You know, like I magazine subscriptions oh, and stuff. Them. And they had on the wall behind the counter. It was uh, aliens conspiracies, right? And it was just a box, and all that was in the box, I think there was like a magazine, and in the box was three VHS tapes, and it was like a tenner. And I saved up money, and I went in and I bought that, and I I loved it. I used to just draw pictures of aliens all the time. Used to be obsessed with it. But yeah, uh, movies about aliens scared the shit out of me. But not all of them. Obviously, has to be good ones. And I know people are gonna be like, oh my god, that movie was so shit. 
but there was two movies that came out at the same time and one everybody raved and ranted about it and I fucking hated it and the other one nobody talked about and I fucking loved it yeah so it was Paranormal Activity yeah. and The Fourth Kind. Oh, The Fourth Kind was fucking scary as hell. I know, right? Oh, my God. And everybody, God. everybody, everybody was like, oh, man, it's Paranormal Activity, no. Paranormal Activity. And I fucking hated it. I thought that yeah. movie was so shit. I agree. And so, because that was one of the ones where you could just tell it was completely yeah. set up. Yeah. <coughs> and, um, and that got like fucking, I don't know how many sequels, six sequels or yeah. something. Where the fourth kind oh to God, me was so, was so fucking scary, so scary. and the, the, they had the found footage stuff and they oh, had the recreations, so and it, yeah, and it was, and I really it bothered me. Up me. That. It did me. It me up. And it really bothered me that it didn't get the recognition it deserved. I felt anyway, yeah. and it was one of the ones where there was a whole thing in the movie about three thirty or three thirty-three yeah. in the morning, and for a Ooh. week after, it was like it was ingrained in me. I woke up at that time, and I was I it, for that. the first couple of nights, it really shit me up that I was waking up at that time. And that movie, I'd love to go back and watch it now. Yeah. I might have a different opinion if I watch it now, but that really scared me at the time. You were mental, though, you, because I would never watch a horror film on my own. You, I'll be I like, I'm on nights, and I'm like, oh, Bears, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just watching this horror movie, and I'm like, are you fucking rich? Like, I didn't even go in the bathroom. I remember being a kid and going upstairs, and my mum had to go up and turn every light on and turn the bathroom light on because I wouldn't dare go upstairs. Well, yeah, I love watching them, right? And the reason I watch them when I'm on my own is because I know that you generally won't want to watch them. Yeah. But that doesn't go to say that once I've watched it, I'm not sprinting up the stairs as oh, fast as yeah. I can, you know, like, yeah. because you still have that feeling of, you know, like, oh, there's going to be someone behind me yeah. on the stairs. But just before we go on again, the other example of it, the movie that I watched and really scared me shitless was um, another alien one. It was called something along the lines of, I don't know the official title, it was something like Alien Abduction, the McPherson yeah, tapes, tips. or the McPherson yeah. files, I can't remember. And that one's like real cheese ball, but that scared the shit yeah. out of me as well. Yeah, alien movies scare me more yeah. than any other. Funny but it, I wonder why. Equally, I love movies that freak me out. Oh, the first yeah. time I watched Event Horizon, that really freaked me out. Yeah. If you've never watched that, it's no. like a, I know you won't because it's yeah. like a sci-fi one, but it's like a sci-fi horror. That really freaked me out. Um, and there was another one that was... Uh, oh, I've lost my train of thought because I was watching the traffic. Uh, oh, In the Mouth of Madness. That's another real good one. Uh, like a psychological thriller, horror, real, real good. And they're my kind of go-to. I love... Well, I don't love And it. I love Phantoms at the time. Sorry, I no. love Phantoms at the time, but that, now I've went back, Phantoms is a bit shit. Go on. I love... Um, Affleck yeah. was the bomb in Phantoms, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I love stuff that could happen. I don't love it, because that's what shits me up the most. I can't stand anything with kids, and especially now I've got kids. How how unscreamish did I used to be about, like, brutal stuff? I used to be like, oh, yeah. Mm. I had a kid, and I was like... Aah. It's funny how much of a trigger it is, though. Like, I remember watching Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Where she's like, she plays an alien. And there's a scene, I've told you about it. I watched it before we had kids. Or you might have been pregnant, I can't remember. And there's a scene where there's just a kid left on the beach. Oh, yeah. For hours and hours and hours. And it cuts back to the kid and it's just on the beach crying. On on the night time. On its own. And to think about it now, as 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 a dad... It fuck it, oh, oh, it kills yeah. me. Absolutely kills me. But before we had them, this is the example I always give, you know, when we yeah. talk about it, is before we had kids, I was like, nah, not bothered. Yeah. 
I used to be like that. Like I could watch Arthur's like, and it wouldn't bother me at all. And now I'm just like, we watched. That's someone's. That's someone's. Yeah, I mean, that's someone's child. We watched America. We watched American Horror Story. Um, or maybe I don't think so. And there's a kid in that, and I was just like, I would fucking let my kid be an actor in a horror show. Yeah. Can we also talk about we're watching Cult? Are we now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we also talk about honestly? No wonder violence, and I don't want to sound like one of these mums, and I don't mean to, but no wonder violence in that now is just so meh. Because we watched American Horror Story, and they were fucking nail gunning a guy in the head, and it showed you the whole lot of it. And I was just like, if this is what we're watching and accepting as behaviour. I always think American Horror Story one, uh, though, it's is, is one that really pushes. Oh, the boundaries yeah. of what's acceptable and stuff. Yeah. Like I used that example from Hotel, didn't I? There was yeah. the scene where the guy got, like, well, I don't want to. Yeah. It's gruesome. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm sure people probably know because it was the one standout thing that was like, whoa, that is like too far, too, too far. far. Um, not too far. Like I'm fine with it, but I feel like they are always pushing yeah. the levels of what's accepting, like it's acceptable funny, and isn't stuff. It? Just moving on, just a little bit, then I'll go back. I, we were on about we were watching Conan last night, and he was like chatting up a woman. Yeah. And I looked at Jenny and I said, "I'm absolutely fucking devastated with what media has done to me." And he and we were like, "Oh no!" And it's because I looked at that and I was like, "E God, should he be doing that?" Yeah. Of course he should. Why shouldn't he? He was joking. She was more than it happy was, to participate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still. very obvious he was joking. Yeah, was... she was more than happy to participate. I would have been happy to participate if I was the woman in there. But media at the minute is telling me and is absolutely ingrained in my head that a man should not be able to talk to a woman like that. Like that's incorrect. And it, so it's funny, isn't it? How how it all like kind of impacts you when you don't realise I think the it. problem with it is is there's different levels and it's different how people interpret yeah. it like that's the main thing is we watch that and I had no problem with him acting like a little bit pervy and it's because it was obviously a joke she was obviously yeah. laughing and playing along and stuff but then there'll be people out there who interpret it differently oh, and be like God, yeah. that young woman seems so uncomfortable it's like uh, I'm sure if you spoke to her she, she might not happy. have felt like that she yeah. was fine but it is all about interpretation, yeah. and that's why it's such a hard thing to navigate when it, you know, when you you judge how you're acting towards people and stuff like that because what offends them yeah. might not necessarily offend you yeah. or, or somebody else. I mean, it's so difficult now, isn't it? You just don't know where you stand with anything. Like I'm a woman, and I don't know where I stand. So God knows how poor fellas feel. Do you know? Like I wouldn't like to be like a man. I would feel bad. Because you don't know what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. Yeah, I suppose it's different because I'm in a oh, very committed relationship. Yeah. But it's... I always think to myself, just conduct yourself in a decent way. Yeah. Like, be a decent person. Like, I think it's quite... There's stuff where... Obviously, it's... Di- like, again, this is because I'm committed, so I don't ever have to be in a position where I'm trying to flirt with a girl or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I always think to myself, you all always haven't... Uh, an inner, uh, you know, like morals, yeah. in where like you should be able to dictate whether that's inappropriate yeah. or not. But then there's also if they're playing along, then it has to escalate. You know, yeah. for used to becoming a, a yeah, relationship or difficult, isn't it? It is, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I just bypassed onto that because I know that you enjoy talking about movies so much. That's all right. So just go back to movies. Yes, 
um, anything realistic really fucks me up. Anything where I think, oh like my god, oh my god, yeah. That's what that's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. That is a real good one. That was another one I felt like didn't get, I thought it was quite a good movie, yeah. but it didn't. I but, just don't like to be made to feel uncomfortable and I don't like to be made to... I just... I don't like being able to relate to people. I mean, I know you just can't relate to someone getting murdered, but I mean, like, I don't like being able to think, oh, God, I'm of that age. My kids are of that age. My yeah. husband's of that age. I live in, like, a, like an area that's similar. You know, like... I think... The, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and I was just going to make a point of saying, you know, like when I was saying that a lot of modern horror movies I'm just really not enjoying. Yeah. But it's more... I am finding ones that I am enjoying and funnily enough and I know that people out there will be like well duh because like the ones at the cinemas are catered for the masses or whatever but I always I'm, the ones I'm enjoying at the moment that I'm seeming to enjoy are ones that are just like straight to DVD yeah or like have gone straight to Netflix or whatever like yeah. I've watched a few recently um, I watched one called The Invitation which was kind of like more of a thriller and a, and a um, what's the word psychological yeah. horror type of ooh that box what's that one with is it got coming to the box the word? box yeah yeah that was a good one I, I, I felt like the ending like just kind of locked it yeah. but that was a good one I enjoyed that uh, The Invitation which we should watch I'd yeah. watch it again I mean, it's where a guy goes to a house party and it, something seems a bit off and he doesn't know what oh, it is and he's yeah, starting to think it's like a cult or whatever this, yeah. and another one was Last Shift yeah. which is like a very like uh, obvious premise where it was like a police officer she was doing the last shift like uh, basically they'd moved precincts and this was the last shift in this one she was the only one there overnight oh. that was a good one yeah and the, there was another one I watched recently oh I'm really enjoying the like I haven't watched it yet but the 1922 on Netflix I want to watch I think mm-hmm. that's a Stephen King one and I watched Gerald's Game on Netflix which was another Stephen King one, I think, and that was a good one where she's she's handcuffed to the bed. Oh, oh that was yeah. a real good one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm really enjoying like. I suppose that's the thing. Netflix is always going to be hit and miss, and you know, like Amazon and studios is going to be hit and miss. But it, what it's excited about it, and like I, I know people are getting all like boohoo, like Netflix shouldn't be allowed to be at Cannes, and you know, like yeah. studios are losing out because Netflix are doing all this stuff, blah blah blah. But the thing that I do enjoy about the fact that Netflix are greenlighting all these things is because otherwise gives, it wouldn't get made. Yeah, yeah, it's giving people opportunities that wouldn't have had an opportunity. Yeah. <coughs> but and hopefully this will mean studios will now be a little Take bit more, more open. Yeah, because they'll think, oh well, all these people <coughs> love it on Netflix. So if we open up our doors a little bit, so actually they've benefited people in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I like, I'd like to see him take more risks. Like, don't get me wrong, I love watching big budget action movies and stuff because it's a lot of escapism and adrenaline and all that business. But it is nice. Like, sometimes you do get a bit sick of, like, seeing Iron Man for the eighth or ninth yeah. time. Do you know what I mean? And it's a good character and Robbie Downey Jr. plays it really well. But yeah. at the same time, you do get, like, oh, God, like, I'd, I'd love to just get something a little bit yeah. different and a little bit out there and something that takes a chance like I showed you that movie uh, a, a trailer for that movie the other day and it was oh, what was it oh, I can't remember what it was but it seemed real quirky and different and it yeah anyway yeah. you know the point I'm making yeah. it's nice to see people take risks and make and, and make these movies that yeah. you wouldn't normally get to I'm see. a terrible nostalgia person when it comes to movies so I will uh, to Jenny's peril I will always go for a movie that I've seen 
Like, ten times. Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, I love that. I'll watch that. I love If you watch a movie that you that haven't watched, with. you run the risk of thinking... Now, don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean to say I've had a Cineworld card for years and years and years, and I absolutely love watching movies as much as the next person. And obviously, being with you, I watch a lot of movies mm. and a lot of stuff that I wouldn't watch. But there is times where a new movie just doesn't cut it. You just want to watch a bit of comfort. Yeah. And be that, like, what I don't know, like... What are my movies that I always watch? Kalito's Way, um, Zachary, Casino Royale, uh, Sarah Marshall, yeah. Clueless, Adam's Family. I have ones that I'm like, oh, that would be real good to watch that. But at the same time, I just think there's so much stuff out there. I want to try and get as much of it as I can. And uh, Scott and George, or Scott, oh no, George probably does as well. They always give me shit about, um, like, I'll watch real bad movies as well. Oh, you love like, a good bad movie. Oh, I love it. And I just think, just because it's shit doesn't mean you can't enjoy it and yeah. laugh about it. And do you know what I mean? That's what I love about you. You, you. It doesn't matter. You don't go on what other people say. You don't go on what you've read. You don't go on thingy. If you want to watch it, you watch it. And you never. It's very rare you come out of a movie and you will find a hundred percent negative in it. You'll always be like, oh no, but I really like that about it. Or I really. Like that. And I suppose that's why I love. Like if people ever want advice, I would always direct them to you because I, you, you're always impartial. And I know a lot of people give you shit about that. A lot of people assume that you were kind of like, no, you've got to watch this. No, you got to watch. That. You're not at all. If people just actually like listened to you, they would realise you you fucking know more than anybody what you're talking about when it comes to movies. And you're not I'm sure afraid. Sure, a lot of, of people would disagree. No, but, but you're I not like- afraid of just watching. I like to think... You don't, I don't only watch good stuff. I don't for one second think I know more than other people because I don't, do you know what I mean? And I don't for one th- second think that I know what makes a good movie because I don't, do you know what I mean? But I'll watch what I... I'll watch everything and yeah. then I'll just make rec- recommendations based on the person. So yeah. kind of like our page will text me and be like, oh, what should we watch? And I'll be like, well, what you're in the mood for? And I'll be like, this is really good. I really enjoyed this. Like... I didn't like this, but you might like it. I, yeah. I don't know. I like to take the time just to watch everything because everything's got a redeeming factor. Yeah. Like, th- there's nothing out there that's 100% bad. Yeah. Except maybe... What, what was, was that, that movie that we watched? That you it? took me the cinema to see. No. Dance Flick. That was the only Fuck one that, we, that maybe had Fuck a... Fuck you. Had, <laughs> Fuck you. Maybe that was... Fuck the, you. The only one that was 100% bad. What about that shitty one that you made me watch where... We watched the first two minutes of it and I said, turn this shit off. I don't know, what was it? I can't remember. It was crap. But fuck you. Even I'd have probably found some thingy in there. Fuck you. That's all I'm saying. Hey, maybe if I watched Dance Flick now, I was a different person than if I watched Can it now. Can we just say, I'd never I'd watched any some... of those movies. I'd okay. never watched scary movies, none of it. And at one time I said to Jenny, I watched a couple of clips and it looked hilarious and said, oh, I'd like to go and see that. I never ever pick what we see at the cinema. Yeah, but then even after seeing that... You then made me buy a superhero movie on DVD. Did I? Yeah. I don't think so. You did? I don't think so. Because I've never watched superhero movies. Well, movie. anyway, right. The point I'm making is, if I watched it, I was a bit different then. If I watched it now, I'm sure that I probably would find something like, that was funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because that's... Anyway. Know. We are now at our final destination. destination. Yeah. Ah, that fucking Speaking shits of me movies. up. That fucking shits me right up that. I live my fucking old life by that, you know. Well, it's funny because that Final Destination was quite genius, really, when oh. you think of it, because 
we still talk about it now. Oh. And we still say, like, if someone dies in a weird way, we're like, that's fine, that's an Asian shit, that. Like um, Anton Yelchin. Yeah. He got... You know who he is, don't you? He played the guy on Star Trek. Yeah. I'm giving it yeah. all it's got Captain yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, he got crushed by his own car know, rolling down his driveway. Final Destination like, that's shit. Final Destination shit. And it's funny that that movie, he must have had such an impact on us because we still talk about oh, it now yeah, and it reference it if someone dies in a funny way. Well, I'm sure a lot of people do. But we are at our Final Destination, which is the Meryl Centre! <laughs> and we've come in no children. It's so weird. It's nice because we'll get to just take yeah, our time and have a coffee and stuff. Chit chat, a talker. Um, so yeah, sorry, it seems to end a little bit abruptly, but we're actually here now. And normally we've kind of stopped a little, but we were so into the conversation. Not just that, but I think it's nice that we've ended it, ended without it trailing off. I feel like we trail off a lot and forget yeah. what we're talking about, and then it's like, all right, well, you know. Um, yeah, you're doing um, it now. I know, but I'm just explaining. I know, but you are doing it okay. now. Right. Okay. So, just the quick things. Uh, Email us at mondayspodcast at gmail.com. Mondays is M-U-N-D-A-Z-E. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mondays Podcast. Search for us on Facebook, Mondays Podcast. Um, leave, rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Oh, one last thing before we go. Hi, Dan. Oh, yeah. Hi, Dan. <laughs> I hadn't forgot about you. I just couldn't fit of a way uh, to fit you in. Okay. But hi, Dan. And Jenny. Uh, but yeah, hi. Okay. 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 Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot for listening right. and Bye. we'll see you next week. Right. Bye. Bye.